0: 139 of the Red Box Report, the weekly movie podcast where we review the latest Blu-rays and DVD releases for Redbox. I'm your host, Bob Fallon.
1: And I'm your co-host, Joel Fallon.
0: And this week, what's that smell? I smell bacon. Bacon, 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 bacon. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about Kevin Bacon because the new release for Redbox for this episode is Cop Car, directed by John Watts. And for the Film Club segment, we'll be reviewing Clint Eastwood's Mystic River, also starring Mr. Kevin Bacon. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into Kevin Bacon himself and his movies in more Whoa. specifics.
1: Himself? <laughs> Later on <laughs> in
0: the show. But we'll start things off by reviewing Capcar as I said, directed by John Hughes. Is that what I said? Watts. John Watts. There we yeah. go. Has been, who's been tapped to direct the new Spider-Man film, which is a Marvel co-production? So that's really what drew my interest to this movie. Outside of an uh, interesting concept, good reviews, and uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So, what's up?
1: Not much. It's, yeah, been sick. Yeah, no. This and that.
0: You were sick. Now I have a cold. But we're powering through. Yeah. This is what we do, people.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, it's the fall. It's just the season. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah. And the first time when I started the podcast, my daughter was one years old. <laughs> one yeah. year old. It's a little different with the newborn.
1: Yeah. It's
0: tricky, tricky.
1: But. Especially for the both of them, the age she's at yeah. and having the newborn. I'm yes. fun.
0: Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. But, alright, Cop Car, yes. Um, it's a story of two. It's a coming of age tale combined with, like, a, I don't know. And where's the cartoonish cop story? Dirty yeah. cop story?
1: And it's like an evolution of the day kind of movie. Where it's just sort of like a long, crazy day.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? Um uh, just uh, it's kind of on rails the, life.
1: the story. It's not like a lot of different ways to look at it. It's just kind of in for the ride, not in a bad way.
0: But yeah, but it's basically these two. I guess they're like between ten and twelve. I'd say kids. They're friends and they're just out on their own in this like uh, Midwest town. I would guess. Yeah. And they're just like shooting the shit, you know, doing what little kids will do, and they come across the cop car. They slowly work up enough nerve to, uh...
1: Which, mind you, is in the middle of nowhere, in a little yes, patch of
0: trees. Yeah. Not exactly in land. a parking lot. Yeah. And they eventually take it for a joyride, and they're driving this cop car around, and the cop, played by Kevin Bacon, whose car it was, realizes it's missing, and basically it's, uh... A manhunt or a boyhood yeah. for to get his cop car back and get these guys.
1: And also it unfolds that he's not a savory character. Yeah. To say the least. I, I wouldn't wanna totally I wouldn't wanna say it even though you find out early what the situation is, I feel like it's still kinda yeah. spoiled.
0: Yeah, we could work around that. But uh expectation wise, I'd heard some pretty good things. Nothing. I haven't really heard people that loved it, but I know people did appreciate it. I think it debuted at Sundance this year. Uh, Kevin's, ba- Kevin's Bacon. <laughs> Kevin's Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's performance, I I heard, was pretty good. And and like I said, the next Spider-Man director is directing it, so I wanted to see what kind of chops he had coming in. And I had mild expectations. I do love coming-of-age tales. I tend to appreciate those, even if they're not the best. They're easy to watch. Yeah. Um and for me it was uh slightly under my expectations. But yeah. how about you?
1: Um I heard positive things going in, but like you, not like this is an amazing movie, just this is I don't know, a fun watch, whatnot. Yeah. Uh I didn't really have much expectation coming into it. I didn't particularly think it was a movie I would love, but also, I wasn't like, dreading watching it either. So. Yeah,
0: the biggest thing for me was <coughs> one of my favorite movies from a year or two ago was *Mud*, directed by Jeff Nichols with Ty Sheridan, Matthew McCona- <coughs> McConaughey, and uh, and that this movie, I feel like it's going for similar things as that movie. It's two young friends uh, who come across the. Potentially unsavory, as you put it, character. And this pales in comparison to Mud, in my opinion. But it does have things going for it as well. Yeah. I do think the friendship and the relationship between these two kids is very realistic. It's maybe to the detriment of the film at times. Yeah. It's like the social awkwardness of a 10-year-old. Yeah, it's a bit Floyd. frustrating sometimes. But at with the same their... time, I do like how they... Introduce the characters with like daring each other to say different cuss words back and <laughs> forth. Like that is definitely something I could see happening when I was that age. Yeah, absolutely. Just to, for the hell of it, you know, and and I thought that it was a natural progression to where it did realistically build to the moment when they eventually do steal the cop car because it's like you touch it, I dare you. You won't dare you to touch. <laughs> It gives up and touches. It. I dare you throw a rock at it.
1: Yeah, you know. even though it is a kind of crazy story, it is in the most realistic sense.
0: Yeah, because, like you said, it's abandoned cop car in the middle of nowhere. There's a beer can on top. Yeah, like keys in the ignition. <laughs> Who yeah.
1: knows? Like, I feel like I would think the same thing if I was a kid too. And
0: they don't clearly don't know any better, as you'll learn later on in the film when. They both put bulletproof vests on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, found some that. guns in the back and <laughs> decide to take a shot at each other. <laughs> I think luckily the safety's on and they can figure out. Yeah, the they can't it.
1: figure out something about it. And
0: <laughs> that scene, that might have been one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Cause yeah, that was amazing it, actually. It built tension really well. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh my god, no. <laughs> you idiots. No. Like, yeah. You should know better, but realistically, they probably wouldn't know. Even if they were respect. told,
1: you know, it's kids was kids.
0: Yeah. They've been watching too many Michael Bay movies.
1: And I like how that it plays out a little bit later on. That scene with the vests and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Little nuggets. Uh, I was trying to find it's kind of a niche movie. It's... I could see this movie being a bit of a cult classic in the future. Just uh, the things it does well, it does really well. I can't quite put my finger on what yeah. exactly those things are, though.
0: Yeah, it's definitely well made in general. Like it's, it's solid.
1: A, it's a concept movie. I feel like. it's a and it's a good one, but it's not like a fantastic movie at the same time.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. But let's see. I'm trying to think of a way to put the the negatives of the of these kids, these child actors. I don't think they're great actors, like most kids aren't. Yeah, they're passable. I mean, like I said, the social awkwardness it almost comes across as bad acting. Yeah, but but at the same time, that works in a way.
1: Yeah, it's a thin line. Yeah. Um, yeah actually wrote this down uh it's pretty good acting, but limited acting yes,
0: I just don't think and kids at this age don't typically have it, but they don't have much charisma they don't have i'm yeah. not drawn in and even though there are scenes here and there where the tensions build and I'm like on the edge of my seat and invested like I didn't get fully invested in these k- in these kids no i didn't either even though I do think they were well established like Something about I don't know if it's the performances or or the script or the direction, but something about it is keeping me at arm's length. Like I never, I feel like if you're someone that that does really connect with these kids and and is invested, this movie will be way better for you. But for me, it was like interesting, but I wasn't like in it.
1: Yeah, I felt the same way. Uh, I thought actually, even though the world around them is kind of limited in scope. I thought that was kind of some of the more interesting things, is not the characters themselves, but how they it with everything else.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or the lack
1: of interaction with other things. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere at the same time, so this could plausibly happen. You know? Yeah. It could happen in a New York or a Baltimore. Or...
0: Right, yeah. I don't even know if they say exactly where it is, but... Yeah, it looks like Texas or yeah, the yeah. Prairie. That sounds bands. right. Um, and Kevin Bacon himself, he did do a pretty good job. I thought, I didn't think it was an amazing performance, No. but he does, he's a good actor. I mean, he does a good job of playing this kind of character who is just, you know, a dirty cop and just a really terrible human being and he's hamming it up a bit and, uh, he's got an awesome mustache.
1: Yeah, uh, I can understand why he hammed it up a little bit though Because he's kind of acting by himself He doesn't yeah, he doesn't really like interact many with many people
0: yeah. yeah, absolutely But I like his performance by itself But he almost feels like he's out of a different movie Yeah He's a little more of a cartoon character
1: He doesn't quite fit with the rest of the The, uh, I don't know, thematic
0: yeah. Part of it, the yeah. story And like... I feel like it's intentional, though. Like, it's hard to explain, but it's intentional.
1: just sort of highlighting him. But I
0: don't know if I think that's... The right way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a scene when he steals a car by untying a shoelace out of his boot and doing a loop and, like, flinging it into the Uh, window to try to unlock the door. I thought that scene was... I actually, like, was getting anxious watching it. Like, so, well done there. I thought it was going to be predictable where, oh, he'll miss it on the first, get it on the second. But no, he actually missed it twice. It was extended the scene, which made you, the anxiety even more, like, come on, just get it already. I know you're going to get it, just get it. Yeah. Like, that was well done. But I don't even understand the point of that scene, necessarily. I like the scene by itself But it's like as a whole Yeah He just got the car This kind of resonates
1: Through the whole movie Where there's all these Little things Where it's like Yeah That was kind of interesting But How was it Really even Relevant Yeah Or I don't know Maybe not relevant
0: I feel like this movie Could have been a half an hour Yeah And There was a lot of stuff That individually I was I liked And was interesting But As a whole It didn't completely Come together Yeah Like I feel like they could have introduced these kids and then just had the chase stuff like happen. It could have been a really good short film. Yeah, I agree.
1: But I also commend them for, I think that's the concept part of the movie that I like is they tried to take a small situation and put a lot of detail. But the detail wasn't necessarily, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I would have liked more I don't really
1: mean to be negative about the movie. It really isn't that bad, but No. We got to talk about something though. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: um I would have liked to got more background from Kevin Bacon's character like yeah, he's a bad cop and you get that. And I just would I'm more interested in why he's a bad cop.
1: Yeah, I I thought it would have been cool if like at the end Maybe you know one of the detectives maybe knew kind of what he was up to if they kind of explained who this guy was or yeah or just did it throughout the movie but yeah I totally agree with you
0: but at the same time if they would have done it, it would have felt cheap you know yeah it's but I don't
1: know it's just so in the dark about Kevin Bacon the whole movie it's you find out why he's nervous about the car being gone yeah and that's it until towards the end
0: fifteen twenty minutes yeah. yeah. What do you think when it does get to that climax where it's more of a chase film or somewhat of action movie? Um, that work for you?
1: I thought some of the chase stuff was okay, but not really the action kind of parts. Yeah,
0: I mean, I thought it was fine. I actually preferred the first half of the movie when it was building these characters and... And just getting the situation started. Yeah. um, The actual ending.
1: Without saying, uh, I think I liked the last time, the last chase part over the radio. I thought was cool. I thought the use of the radio was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Explained how he pulled that off. That was neat. But generally, the the gunplay and whatnot didn't interest me.
0: Yeah. Um, as far as the ending ending... Actually, that, I thought that was pretty impactful.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of the ending myself.
0: I but. didn't love it, but... I was surprised. Yeah. And it's not that often that an ending will actually surprise you. Like, you can kind of see it go in on one or two ways, but I actually was legitimately surprised that they went where they went with the very end.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I I thought the whole ending of the movie, not just like the ending itself was a little bit, I just felt like you got through the movie so long without kind of playing to that yeah. kind of stuff that they should have just probably finished it out.
0: And it's almost like, what was the point of this entire, like, yeah, where, it's just the pieces of the puzzle
1: of this movie just didn't quite fit together, even though maybe, yeah. It had a picture to
0: it, you know? I definitely think the end could have been held, like done better. Because, at, I just... While it was effective in what happened, I'm thinking like... Okay, how did it... How much really happened here? Yeah. Other than an obvious thing? And like, where is this... How is this affecting, you know? Where is it going,
1: basically? Yeah, I think the whole movie, it just does gives you too little of information and too much information about you know, like we were saying, wish not enough backstory and explanation and too much odd details and happenings and
0: Yeah. uh, As far as John Watts (laughs) (laughs) um his his abilities going forward with the Spider Man movie, like I said, I thought it was solidly directed uh, well-made movie, it wasn't, over. it wasn't stylish really at all, it was pretty much straightforward, yeah, it had a good look to it, I thought, like, yeah, they definitely used a the certain setting. color palette, he didn't try to do too much, although, I would have liked a little more style, I do like more of a flair, but,
1: yeah, I don't know, style I just can think... make up for a lot in movies like that.
0: Yeah, and well, the Peter Parker and the new Spider Man is going to be younger. He's going to be sixteen, so okay, the kids. I mean, like I said, they're realistic, so that might work. I just think Spider Man is such a different animal than this that it's hard to tell.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I would look at this movie as positive, though. Like I, I don't know. Uh, It's sort of they could give him (laughs) enough rope to hang himself or I would really just like to see what he can do with more movie of more substance yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah, I think I am not like super excited to see him do it but I'm it could definitely be worse it could be yeah like um, give me Michael Bay yeah or one of his disciples yeah (laughs) like the Ninja Turtle movie (laughs) yeah but it, I thought it was a pretty solid movie overall. I mean, easy watch. Yeah. I mean, I'd recommend. Uh,
1: it don't go out of your way to see it. Yeah, if, if it's, it's on
0: HBO next year.
1: Yeah, it's very watchable.
0: I uh, don't avoid it, but I, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. go out of your way to see it either. I'd give it like a light seven, heavy six and a half.
1: Exactly what I was.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great title. Yeah, I mean, it's self-explanatory. It fits really well. Yep. Yeah. All right, now let's get into our film club segment, also starring Kevin Bacon as well as Sean Penn and Timothy Robbins. It's Mystic River, yeah. directed by Clint Eastwood. The story of three childhood friends who. What was that?
1: What was that? Oh, I think
0: that oh. one Anyway, three childhood friends who one of them gets raped or kidnapped and sexually assaulted by a priest and someone that pretended to be a cop, I think. Yeah. And then it fast forwards to the present day when they're grownups. Kevin Bacon, they're all not really close friends anymore. Kevin Bacon is a cop in the area. Sean Penn is a criminal. (laughs) who just got out of jail and Timothy Robbins is kind of as you would expect as a young kid who got sexually assaulted a little messed up but he's still got a wife. yeah one. he's, he's, he's a loving father and Yeah, yeah. So. and then Sean Penn's daughter is killed and uh, at the same time you find Tim Robbins comes home with like Blood on him, and suspicious-looking settings, and and Kevin yeah. Bacon's on the case, and Sean Penn's obviously devastated and trying to find out who did it before the cops did. So it's kind of like a weird way for these three friends to be uh, reunited in a way.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a really cool way to tell a story, and without going the Tarantino route, these kind of inner. Twining. Yeah, uh, it's the same story, but it's also intertwining stories.
0: Yeah, and as far as my expectations, I do see. already seen it. It was one of my favorite movies of that year. I believe it's two thousand five. <coughs> but Sorry. he, uh, I think it's Clint Eastwood's best movie, in my opinion. And after rewatch, I would stick to that. Next, nice. uh, it came down a little bit for me. Um. But not much. It held up for the most part. I thought it was really strong. How about you?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, you'd always talk really highly of it, so I expected it to be pretty good. And Clint Eastwood's a pretty solid director, so. So can you ever remember. trust
0: another word I say?
1: Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> um, I don't know if. Also, i see. I just saw it recently. Yeah. I could definitely see when it actually came out, it being. Amazing. Yeah. It it doesn't really uh, age badly, but I don't know, I guess I can see that it was made more than five years ago.
0: Yeah, about ten. That's it. Yeah. yeah, you feel it a little bit, but I just think that's Clen Eastwood's would uh, uh yeah, style uh, at the Absolutely.
1: Same time. I totally agree. But uh, I I'd love the movie.
0: Yeah. I c this is what I'm kinda of hoping that um spotlight is gonna be like. The investigation into the Boston. Night, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Catholic, you know, all that stuff, controversy. Like, that's what I. The vibe I had in mind when I saw that trailer was more oh, okay. like a Mystic River vibe. Obviously, a little bit different, but. Um, yeah, was, anyway, the acting in this movie I think it's is very. Phenomenal. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> I believe Sean Penn won Best Actor for this performance, and Tim Robbins was also nominated. Yeah,
1: now that I've uh, seen the movie, that scene where they're holding...
0: Sean Penn might not have won, but I know... I uh, think he he's definitely nominated. Well, that scene I'm where they sure.
1: all those cops hold Sean Penn back is pretty, like, iconic now. They use it in a lot of film reels and yeah. stuff like that. And now I put the movie together. And... Sean Penn is a guy who... <laughs> I don't...
0: I don't know him, obviously. But, uh, you just... Looks like an ass. Yeah, he's not very likable, at least in my opinion. But in this movie, I think, but he is a good actor. Don't yeah. get it wrong. There's something about him, and it's I don't. It could just be the way he's acting. Just like Anne Hathaway, I do, quote unquote don't like her. <laughs> just because yeah. of a vibe she gives off. But I can appreciate she is a really good actress. <coughs> it's kind of like that. For me with Sean Penn.
1: <coughs> I'm just dying over here. I'm sorry. Right. You know. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean about Anna Hathaway. She kinda of, if she was a guy I would call her a douche or something. <laughs> yeah. Kind of I don't know. It's up, hard to explain
0: because she's just acting you don't you know, you're not yeah. sitting here in everyday life.
1: But, but I know what you mean about Sean Penn. There's just something about him. Yeah. And but he's also really hammy or it plays off pit. Or it pays off for him, you know. Yeah. it's an amazing performance.
0: Yeah, I it's, it fits well. Him and Clint Eastwood, kind of their vibes work together well. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Bacon as a cop. He actually might have been my favorite. I think, of yeah. the bunch, and he he was the one that didn't get nominated. Which, really? Yeah.
1: He I thought by far he was the best.
0: Yeah, maybe one of his best roles. Uh, I mean, he to me he really hit all the notes really well because he had. A tough job, I think. His like Sean Penn and Tim Robbins have the clear like I don't know money shot performances, you know. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, look at me, look at me. Here's the three scenes that'll stand out. But Kevin Bacon, he had a tough job of being like in between, where he's more of a subtle performance.
1: Yeah, and he he's kind of dealing with the turmoil
0: of, of his wife, like up and leaving. Um or she was cheating on him or something Something weird was going on there that he had to deal with while investigating this crazy you know case with his ex best friends or whatever it's a lot going on and I thought he handled it extremely well
1: yeah I thought he did an amazing job especially considering he has to play this really by the books cop but also kind of be on his friend's side Without being crooked.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And that was... I've never seen anyone else do it, to be completely honest, and actually pull it off. Yeah. So, I mean, kudos, for sure.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Um, And then Tim Robbins, uh, he... He's probably my least favorite performance of the bunch, but I'm still very good.
1: Yeah. uh, His facial expressions and stuff... He looks weathered and worn. Yeah. Like... I thought Nan aspect, he was amazing. But I have a little bit of issues with his character. Yeah. Which I, I'm not necessarily blaming on him. But I don't know.
0: And some of that stuff is a little on the nose yeah. with him. like. But what do you expect? It's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. Again. Awesome. And I believe uh, Marsha K. Harden plays his wife she was also nominated oh she did I thought she, she was, was really great. good yeah. yeah she's just a really good character actress like yeah she she has. that's again that was more of a, a tough role like a uh, dealing with a lot of different complexities and she did a great job yeah of, uh, getting those crossed like to have that doubt in your mind <laughs> like you want to trust your husband but at the same time A lot of crazy stuff going on, and he's not exactly communicating with you. Yeah. Like, I could see why she did what she did, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't. Generally, I get angry about uh, quote unquote snitch characters.
0: Because you know what they say? (laughs) Snitches usually get away with it. I just,
1: yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm not even trying to be like, uh, I don't know gangster about it or nothing, but generally it's just like people are trying to cover their own skin, even though they're involved with something or whatnot, but no, I completely, I just thought she did an amazing job dealing with all of that in this movie, which I don't know, for me this is film club also, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He does nothing to dispute the fact that he obviously didn't kill somebody.
0: Yeah. I know. It's That's like the, thing.
1: the biggest plot hole, not the biggest but,
0: that's the one thing that's like okay, this movie has, this is reason for movie (laughs) Yeah, that's,
1: the only thing I don't like about Clint Eastwood is he's too on the news and he's overly melodramatic about Oh yeah, at the same time this is an amazing movie still even considering this huge issue, but his character in general is just like this could have been so easily avoided, Yes. Or at least,
0: because there's no reason for him not to tell Sean Penn. Dude, yeah, dude, I know you've been in jail. I'm freaking out. I know this looks cra- suspicious. You know, like yeah, he almost I fucking killed somebody, himself. <laughs> man. You know, help me. You're like, but again, I guess they can kind of always just say, "Well, he's messed up because of what happened,"
1: but. That his character's a little too up and down, like he's so vulnerable at points, like mentally, and then he yeah. gets into the uh the interrogation room, and he is just all over the cops, yeah and really sharp and quick and smart ass which I kind of like the scene, but
0: that felt more realistic with his what I would expect. That's because what I would, but I mean... At just, times, it's like, okay, is he messed up from what happened, or is he autistic? Yeah. Like, he almost comes across as, like, a asperger type. Yeah, Instead I of, totally
1: agree, but I just thought the contrast with him in normal life, he's of like, vulnerable and yeah. exactly messed up, that he should be kind of more like he was in the detective's office, Yeah. especially with the whole thing and him being accused of killing the girl and just it not being... Yeah. He just doesn't defend himself over this thing. He just goes...
0: And here uh, he actually killed a, freak, a pedophile. You know, like... Yeah. I don't know. You th- I, even, I
1: understand not telling Kevin Bacon, but...
0: Yeah. At a certain point, you don't want... He knows what Sean Penn is capable of. He knows how... He has to know how it looks. Yes, and, and then even when he calls his wife out on it... He doesn't deny yeah. doing it at all. You definitely think you're definitely thinking... He just yells
1: at her for thinking it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, like, inconsistencies to in that. But I forgive it just because... Yeah, I, and I totally really agree. To, You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, the movie still works as it is.
1: Yeah, it's so, still an amazing movie. Great performances all around, even with it, that actor and his character.
0: Yeah. And... They, I like how they, they kind of tie it all together in the end. Actually, I thought the ending was really good. Yeah. The scene when Sean Penn kills Tim Robbins, it's really effective because you know what's coming the entire time from the second that scene starts.
1: Like, oh, yeah.
0: And you're just... But you're waiting for Tim Robbins' character to realize it, you know? It's like you're going in with information and you're just waiting for hit to hit him. So, you're like, come on, figure this out and do something to stop it. And it's like, well, how do you not know yet? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they get him drunk and then, let's go for a walk.
1: Speaking of which... At the same
0: time, the editing is really good because they're splicing together uh, the real murderer coming together and just how it's like so close yet so far and... Yeah, it's devastating when it kills him.
1: How ridiculous does Sean Penn look in that scene now with what he's wearing? Yeah. Turtleneck and tight leather. Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah, That was... uh, (laughs) I feel like
1: that's the image of Sean Penn people have that don't like him.
0: He just looks like a dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my
1: God. But I... And even further, uh, I'm pretty sure it's pretty much the last scene when Kevin Bacon tells him yeah yeah like the look on Sean Penn's face after figuring that out was I don't know it was a good build up
0: yeah yeah what's he say? he's like after uh, you see what I can't remember Tim Robbins' character's name but you've seen Dave <laughs> Yeah, seen Dave I can't remember. It's just the way he says it. It's almost like it's good but it's so bad at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> out of context it would look like a parody almost. <laughs> yeah. But it somehow works. Um, how about the actual killers? Did you find that believable and all you know, um, that and how the actual case played out? Um it's the boys uh the girl's boyfriend's brother and his Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah, I guess I didn't see it coming. Yeah. I guess, in retrospect, you could kind of figure it out, but...
0: Is that the kid from Sandlot? Um,
1: the
0: boyfriend? The main character? I know
1: he's... He, in the Black Donnellys. He's and so a familiar. couple of things.
0: Oh, it's 2003, even earlier than I thought. But, yeah. Uh, I thought that scene was actually really good, too. When...
1: How did you like Lawrence Fishburne in this movie?
0: He doesn't have much of a presence.
1: Yeah, I thought he's kind of generic. Yeah. Uh, He doesn't really have to be much more than that, though, but. Yeah. He just gets. not outclassed, but overshadowed, I feel like.
0: Yep, it is the kid from The Sandlot, the main character.
1: Oh, no shit.
0: Yeah, I thought I recognized that motherfucker. But, uh. Yeah, I th- I almost thought it was going to be him somehow. The boyfriend.
1: Yeah, I-, I thought that was the only like weird twist it could have been because he had me pretty convinced.
0: Yeah. Emmy Rossum as the daughter.
1: Yeah, she From looks Shana's. exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. That's
0: like 12 years ago. Yeah. And she looked... Yeah. How old was she? Because she looked exactly the same. Like,
1: I mean, she looked slightly younger, but... Yeah, pretty much exactly the same, though.
0: I think she was 17 when, when it came out. So
1: she was actually playing her age. Yeah. Wow, she must have looked kind of old for her Yeah, that's her kind of that rare thing.
0: in Hollywood. But, uh, yeah. Um, Love the movie. Held up. From a score standpoint, I don't really remember a whole lot.
1: I think it was decent. Yeah. But
0: What, what did you think of the kid actors from just the, like, the prologue? Oh,
1: I thought they did great. Personally,
0: yeah, I I do too in the end, like because it was such a sh- small sample size, I think is why. Because,
1: yeah, I if they had to be on the screen longer, yeah, I could see, yeah,
0: yeah. Because when I'm first rewatching it, and this is the first scene, I'm like, oh, this isn't gonna hold up, <laughs> yeah, but it did. It just was, and it make it, I don't know, it's it had a vibe to it that opening scene that it works once you get to the rest of the movie. Yeah, but I was scared it was going to be like when I rewatched the Perfect Storm a movie. I thought I loved. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Man, this is not a good movie. <laughs> but uh, it didn't turn out to be so.
1: Yeah, you gotta watch this whole movie. I feel oh like. yeah, because I feel like if I only would have watched half, I might not have come back.
0: It Doesn't feel as long as it is. It's only like two and a half hours, most. Still- really? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel that long. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's not a short
1: movie, but no, no.
0: But sometimes an hour and a half movie will feel like three hours. Yeah. This was 220-ish, and it felt, you know, like... I was just... I guess that's what happens when you're invested in the story.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But I would still give it a heavy eight and a half.
1: I'd give it a pretty solid eight. Nice. That's good for you. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Let's talk about the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who looks... Almost exactly like my father (laughs) Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and it's uncanny.
1: It really is.
0: Especially in cop car. Like if my dad grew a mustache, (laughs) yeah. That's him.
1: (laughs) They have like the same exact facial structure. Yeah. The nose. It's that
0: nose. It's like oh. And Brooks kinda your brother has that nose a little bit too. Yeah. My friends always used to call my dad KB for Kevin Bacon and I've always tried to just say nah he does not look he does. Yeah, like I him.
1: never believed it for a long time and then yeah. It's
0: like damn. <laughs> he also looks a little bit like Jimmy Haha, lead singer of Jimmy's Chicken Check when he cuts off his dreadlocks. But uh Well, uh, what are you gonna do?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Kevin Bacon, good actor, been in a lot of like great movies when he was younger as yeah. bit characters like I think that's the legend of how I got into Hollywood yeah like he was in Animal House as like a in like a not yeah, he's like a,
1: yeah a side person
0: and then I think it happened with a couple other different movies
1: but the interesting thing about him is he's not only a character actor he's also a lead actor
0: yeah he can be but we'll so I think
1: that's It's usually either or Well, well
0: yeah. yeah
1: Well or I mean in the case of like the Tom Cruise's Where they oh, become yeah. character Yeah he can do stuff. both
0: Very well I I like him I mean I, He's not someone that When I'm thinking of my favorite actors that pops into my head When he shows up in a movie
1: He's like a seven and a half he's guaranteed always, Yeah
0: he's always pretty good you know He does his job and yeah. like what more can you ask for?
1: Not much. <laughs> Not much. Not much at <laughs>
0: all. Um, yeah, so what's your number five?
1: My number five is from The Diner. I've never seen one? it. It's a, uh, I forget It's a guy who made like three movies in Baltimore. Barry Levinson. Barry Levinson it is.
0: Levinson. <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> Same thing.
0: Same difference. He made the Bay. Uh, yeah.
1: It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it's like a late fifties, early sixties kind of. It's got a bunch of good actors coming in bigger. Yeah, exactly. Um, just like, but it's not the best movie in the world, but it's an interesting watch, especially if you're. From you talk about the Grant, cults and yeah. all, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've heard a lot about it, but I never actually seen it.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those movies, like The Outsiders. If you. Ever seen that? Nope. I we read the book in middle school and we got to watch it, but it's it Mike, Kevin Bacon might even be in it, but Tom Cruise, Patrick Swayze, Kurt Russell, Emilio Estevez, right? Like back in the day, and yeah. So yeah, that's my number five. Go.
0: Cool. My number five is one that proves he could be a lead. It's one of the best B movies, I think. At least for me. It's Tremors. Alright. A classic uh, science fiction monster movie where they're in this desert town and these monsters come out from the ground and Kevin Bacon and company, you gotta get on the buildings, on cars, on rocks and try to kill them.
1: Yeah, can't. what do they detect? Like vibrations? Yeah. Something?
0: something weird. And uh, just pretty cool practical effects for these monsters and... Yeah, effectively scary in a horror type sense, but then a lot of fun action, some <laughs> some, some humor. If I remember right, I uh, just know I've seen it a bunch of times on cable as a kid and
1: loved it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, I remember Forrest Animal House. because mentioned me. I love the movie, not necessarily because he's.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> so. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. A classic for a reason. Uh, John Belushi.
1: It's starting to age, don't get me wrong, but there are also parts that hold up really well.
0: Yeah, I've never loved it. Yeah, it's, it never
1: blew me away or nothing, but... It's sort of like, I love Van Wilder. Even It's not a great movie.
0: But it's fun, but it's a party yeah. movie. You know? It was uh, like a Caddyshack type, like, I don't know, just Which, a good
1: time. Dimension is Van Wilder is actually kind of a loosely... Connected movie of the Animal House. Really? Dan Wilder is actually supposed to be the main character of Animal House's son.
0: Alright. My number four is It's Crazy. It's Stupid. It's Love. It's Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're made a comedy starring Steve Carroll, Ryan Gosling, Carol Carell Ryan Gosling, Emma. Frost No, nope. God damn it I'm losing my mind <laughs> Emma
1: Emma From
0: Spider-Man The new Spider-Man Never seen it The redhead with the big eyes It was in Birdman Don't know Jesus <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway And Kevin Bacon plays um, Steve Carell's Ex-wives, new boyfriend, or something, or separated wives, new boyfriend. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. That is the one. And Julianne Moore plays his, like, separated wife. And if just off the synopsis and maybe the trailer, it looks like a stupid rom-com. Yeah. But it's just maybe a little bit better cast. But I actually really liked it quite a bit. I uh, thought it was funny, thought it was touching. Um, I don't know. Love Ryan Gosling. Steve Carell actually does a really good job.
1: Yeah, I've heard of the movie. Um, I can't remember. I don't know anything about it, really. Yeah. Um, I do remember it coming out, though. I remember the, uh, the trailers on TV. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a really <laughs> one of my favorite romantic comedies. At least of the more generic like uh standard variety yeah
1: uh, romantic comedies aren't all like bad it's just that, oh, no. they're so played out in theme there's generally. just
0: a lot of them that are all the same kind of
1: movie yeah they're extremely mediocre i mean i'd love really to bad. see
0: like quentin tarantino make a romantic comedy <laughs> or, or paul thomas anderson you know well he did punch drunk love and it's amazing so, yeah, I mean, it's just, I think mostly it's because the directors that get the job to make it's a really like comedy the genre. are terrible directors or mediocre directors. Yeah. They're it's, not doing anything to elevate. They're just doing what has already been done.
1: Yeah, I feel like, like horror, it's either you're cutting your teeth or you're trying to get back in. You're, yeah. You're kind of washed up. But Yeah.
0: What's your number three?
1: My number three is. Frost Nixon.
0: Frost Nixon, honorable mention for me. It's a pretty good movie, surprisingly good movie.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's very slow and methodic, but. It's still an amazing movie. I can only watch it every so often, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's it? Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it.
0: Uh, My number three is one of the first film club movies I ever was recommended. Um, It's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, okay. It's uh, awesome. And I'm just coming across this three years ago, two and a half, three years ago. Awesome, awesome comedy with John Candy and Steve Martin. Kevin Bacon plays Taxi Racer, uncredited. (laughs) This is the story of his early career. It's great. Um, but loved the movie Thought it was hilarious Had a lot of heart to it Steve Martin He lives up to the hype If <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> actually go back and watch his classic movies Like The Jerk and
1: Shades of Shades and Automobiles yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of this movie I, I may have seen the whole thing a long time ago But I've always heard amazing things about it and John I Candy's
0: always good a bo- I, Uncle Bob. John Candy
1: Used to be my favorite comedian
0: Yeah back. He's like uh, Chris Farley Before Chris Farley emerged. Yeah A little more Family friendly But
1: It's like an evolution though.
0: Yeah You know Definitely <coughs> A movie worth seeing If you haven't seen it Playing and strange Song <laughs> Number two
1: Number two A few good men Honorable uh, mention. Um Again Uh Speaking of Tom Cruise Yeah uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, I don't really remember <laughs> it, except that liked it. I liked the movie. Yeah,
0: I don't remember a lot about it either.
1: It used to, I used to have a VHS of it.
0: All I know is you can't handle the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it would be on Revisit, but...
1: Yeah, yeah. maybe I will Revisit, one time. but yeah.
0: My number two is Apollo 13.
1: Nice, that's my number one.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, Ron and <laughs> I directed. I haven't watched that movie in a long time either. Yeah, I wonder how that holds up. But I know it's got Kevin Bacon, and um, who else?
1: <laughs> is that the one with Tommy Lee Jones?
0: I don't. Think or is so. that
1: Space Cowboys?
0: Tom Hanks, Bill Paxton. That's Bill yeah. Paxton was the third guy I was thinking yeah. of. I just remember it being a pretty intense space movie. You know, like. Yeah effective in building the suspense even though it's based off a true story obviously when I saw it I didn't know the actual events
1: yeah uh, it's kind of interesting because it's almost a stranded at sea type genre or is like it based a on a true story castaway. No. I'm
0: pretty sure it is yeah okay <laughs> I just don't want to make like you. Uh, you know, true story <laughs> inspired by true story could be anything
1: yeah
0: but yeah I don't remember a ton about it I just know Seemed like a classic at the time. Ed, yeah, Ed Harris, uh, Houston, we have a problem. Lots of good stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: it's been since fifth or sixth grade since I've seen the movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is Mystic River. So
1: nice. Uh, I didn't even think to put it on the list, honestly, because it's fresh movie. But it probably would be on my top five. Sounds good. Any honorable mentions?
0: I do. I have Death Sentence. Which is almost like a guilty pleasure for me. All right. This is where he plays a father of a family. It's him, his son, who's a hockey player, his wife, and his daughter, I believe. And it's just the movie starts off where um, it's they're coming back from a hockey game. Him and his son going to the store, or he's getting gas while his son goes into the convenience part to buy like candy or whatever. And a gang shows up and kills the cashier and his son. And then the rest of the movie is, is him going ape shit, trying to get his revenge. Like That's crazy. Yeah, I thought, I mean, the reviews aren't great. I really, really liked it. I thought there was some really cool camera work. There's this one sequence when he's running in a parking garage where it's all in one shot. Really enjoyed that scene. Uh, I think just a good revenge thriller. Nice. Underrated. Uh, Also, Super, the movie with Ray Wilson, where he's like... It's like kick-ass, but uh, more realistic. Mm. Uh, Directed by the guy that did Guardians of the Galaxy, Tim... Not Tim Gunn. James Gunn. Mm. Uh, Animal House, X-Men First Class. He's a pretty good job as the villain in that movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, Frost Nixon and The River Wild. Well uh, Street.
1: Friday the
0: thirteenth. Yeah, another one where he's like bit part.
1: Yeah, uh more respect to the first Friday the thirteenth. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's all I got. Cool. Kevin Baker.
1: Bacon.
0: We salute you, yeah, I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh what else did you watch? Um last we spoke.
1: Watch the first episode of Red Oak Red Oaks Red Oaks Amazon yeah I heard it's really good yeah I couldn't believe it I super enjoyed it yeah I'm definitely gonna watch the directed by of
0: David Gordon Green who directed Eastbound and Down oh and really I think that's the only episode he directed but I mean there's other good people I think involved nice it's like an 80's coming of age tale right
1: yeah that kind of along that type of thing um I don't know. Uh I kinda heard Dave listening or watching more episodes. And it looks sounds like it gets kinda weird sometimes. Really? But uh I don't know. You gotta keep from what going? I've seen, I really like it.
0: You gonna keep watching?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Isn't Bill Paxton in that too? Or no, it's the guy no, from uh,
1: Yeah. Um Uh me and Dave are just talking about this um, he's in a lot but yeah. I can't tell you what his name is or
0: if he grew a mustache he'd look like Bill Paxton a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you mean. Um, He's from one of those nineties TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah. I, I wanna check it out. I just I mean. don't I don't have Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah, so I forget how we I think the first episode was free on some website or something. Oh, That's really? how we were watching it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's uh that fucking guy. There. Jeez. Paul Reiser. Yep. Richard Kind. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to check it out if it ever comes. Yeah. Out. I,
1: even after watching the trailer before we watched it, I wasn't thinking much of it, but it, it's awesome.
0: Cool. Well, I watched. I'll start with TV since you went there. All right. The finale. America's Next Weatherman. I talked about this uh, reality yeah, show know. from TBS I watched it all the way through that's a surprise that means it did a pretty decent job of holding my attention <laughs> um, it was good I mean it wasn't great it yeah. was just passable I don't know I doubt it'll come back if it does I may or may not watch it I don't know <laughs> also watched the premiere of Heroes Reborn the reboot to Heroes oh uh, yeah you ever watched the original Heroes? not really really First season was great.
1: Yeah, I think I was thinking about getting into it, and then people were like, "It fell off a cliff." Yes, so first
0: like, season was very good to great. Second season was like, okay. Third season was terrible, <laughs> and I quit. And it's back. And
1: so, what do you think about it? Because I've heard some things about, about this new. Yeah,
0: I'm an episode or two behind, but I have seen like the first two or three. Uh, it's okay.
1: Yeah, uh, one of the guys I listen to on YouTube, sort of a podcast, he does a, I think it's called Emergency Awesome, it's got Charlie or whatever, Yeah. but, uh, it was one of his review shows, and he just axed it.
0: Yeah, see, Sam liked it. Like,
1: halfway through, I guess they are, yeah. I guess so, it's like a 10
0: episode run Yeah. something, yeah, Sam liked it, (laughs) so... She wants to keep watching it. If it wasn't for her, I probably would stop. It's watchable. There's certain aspects that I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember when I used to like the show. Yeah. But I do not understand what they're going for. Mm. They're doing... This is... Okay. (laughs) Heroes got canceled a long time ago because people stopped watching it. They say they were going to reboot it. Yet they bring back old characters, they're picking up over old, old storylines left off in the seasons that nobody was watching. Ooh. Like some of the even the new characters, like it's repeating things from the first. They're like they're just trying to basically redo exactly what they did the first time around. At least from the episodes I've seen, like you know the Asian guy from the first season, Hiro Nakamura. He had a goofy friend that was reading a comic book and oh my god everything I'm reading in this comic book is you and it's it's all happening same exact thing this Asian girl <laughs> has a goofy friend who's reading a comic book and it turns out to be you know it's like yeah. Uh, try something new uh, I, I just don't understand how they could think this is going to be successful
1: I don't know who the hell runs these network who decides what TV shows get made and what <laughs> like, they, because the network ones just have I don't
0: know. I could have seen if they actually did reboot it. Like, maybe they could make it work, but it's all the same music cues. It's all the same... I don't know. But yet, somehow, I'm not... I don't hate it, but it's definitely not good, and there's no way that it's going to be successful, so...
1: Yeah, it's... To me, it's almost like these network TV shows, like... It's almost like they take insurance out on a season where if it gets canceled, they get their money back. So they, like... Yeah. Just put out this crap like it's, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I I didn't really, I wasn't, I can't say I'm disappointed because I didn't expect it to be anything. I just was curious. So I figured I'd watch it.
1: Yeah. you're. I mean, you're always hopeful that they'll do a better job or something I know. like that. Because it does sound like a cool concept, but.
0: And superheroes yeah. are all the rage right now. Yeah. If you can't make it work, I don't know what's wrong with you. Anything else for
1: you? Uh, I watched Black Mass. Oh, you did. Yeah. In theaters. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was a, uh, it was a good watch. I went early, so it was cheap.
0: Yeah, <laughs> real cheap. <laughs> uh,
1: how was it? I uh, I thought it was pretty amazing. It's I, honestly the crime. Not that there's been lack of crime dramas, but lack of great ones. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't know if I could give it a a solid, definite review score, but, I mean, the acting's great. How the movie's put together's great. I mean, it's only flaw for me is really that there wasn't enough time to really flesh out all the characters. Like, right. Like, uh, the one interview I saw with the director, he's like, the hard thing is that you could probably make a movie about Bulger by himself. John Connolly, who's the corrupt, Joel FBI guy. yeah, yeah. You could probably make a movie just about him and Bulger's brother, who's a Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, whatever. I heard
0: the accents are terrible, but he's British guys. Really? Yeah. They did
1: an amazing job. Really? Yeah. The one guy, uh, he said, uh, Joel Edgerton. They couldn't believe he was Australian. Like they thought they were joking. Really? Yeah. But, uh, it's a great movie. It's, cool. Uh, looking forward to it. Rough score, eight and a half. Right.
0: Nice. I hear that uh, The Departed is the closest comparison, and it doesn't compare. That's just what I
1: read today. Yeah, but at the same time, The Departed is vi- inspired by Whitey Bulger. It's, right. It's fiction. I mean, I'm not trying to say every little thing in... Black Mass is probably completely 100% accurate, but you gotta think that this crap was actually happening. Yeah. That's what makes it kind of.
0: I actually watched the documentary, Whitey, The United States vs. James Bolger, yeah. on Netflix. So, and that was interesting, for sure. Yeah, I think I
1: I've watched that one, too.
0: It was, for me, documentaries, it's like they're most of them, it's just information yeah you know and I'm just watching like oh that's cool but as a movie it's just whatever yeah and that's what I would say this is like a lot of interesting stuff but as a film it didn't do anything that like I don't know like m- all my favorite documentaries do something interesting with with the, the is this the thing one where, where they start actually just talk about book.
1: how it might kind of actually be a conspiracy
0: I think so. It's been a while since I saw it. Yeah. Like three or four weeks. But
1: but that's actually what's coming out at the trial's over. So It doesn't matter. But they do think actually now looking back that he wasn't really a government witness. Like they made him out to be, they fudged the papers really? to make it after the fact. But
0: it's anyway, I,
1: it's a great watch regardless. Definitely an
0: interesting cat. Yeah. <laughs> interesting character.
1: It's almost hard to make up. You went to Alcatraz? Yeah. Pretty nuts.
0: The fact is crazier than fiction or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I watched Hotel Transylvania. The original. Oh, okay. Um, Because I was contemplating taking my daughter to see the second one. And the guy at my work was like, I got the first one on DVD. I'll bring it in and let you borrow it. He did so. Lived up to his word. Thank you, Edward. And uh, <laughs> I took it out. We watched it, and she really enjoyed it. And I, I was pleasantly surprised. It was not as bad as I thought because it's voiced voiced by basically the grown ups crew: Adam Sandler, Kevin James, <laughs> like David Spade, uh, the guy from Boardwalk Empire, Bishami. Yeah, Steve Buscemi, all of the yeah. guys, and the animation isn't exactly beautiful, it's kind of odd looking, but it works, it's a somewhat funny movie with some heart to it, it uh I definitely enjoyed it more than I expected to do. Yeah. so I am willing to go see the second one <laughs> with my daughter, whether it's on Redbox or in theaters, but I haven't gone yet. So. That's
1: what I saw making of the second one, Nick. I got that kind of impression by it. Like, yeah. oh, this actually looks a little bit better than it looks.
0: Yeah, the Rotten Tomatoes is like 50% or 40-some percent, and I'm like, right. it's not that bad.
1: People are so rough on some specific movies. I feel like it
0: had to have some prejudgment like I did before I actually saw yeah. it because of who's in it, the old Sandler pack or whatever. Ah, yeah, that's true. I give it 6.5 out of 10. Cool. So I, can't, I guess I can't really say because that would still be a Rotten score, but it's... It's not that bad. It's pretty good. It's better than a lot of animated movies like Mr. Peabody and Sherman and stuff. So, what can I say? Anything else? No. All right, I got a couple quick things. Corpse Bride. Watch this on Netflix. The Tim Burton directed stop-motion animation. Uh, It's not very good. It's about a guy who... Um, is about to get married to a woman. Uh, something happens, it's almost like that Book of Life animated movie I was talking about. Oh, yeah. He like dies, and then he's going. This uh, corpse bride is falls in love with him. He's trying to keep him for herself. Blah 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 blah. It was pretty ho hum. I tend to like stop motion animation, but this one didn't really do anything for me. Certain things were interesting, certain choices, but overall pretty boring. Five and a half out of ten. Uh, I watched Brian Regan live, stand-up special on Comedy Central. Nice. Remember him from oh, like yeah. the classic days? So. Uh, is that
1: the Pop-Tart one? Yep. Yeah.
0: Before Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> he still got that same delivery. It's was like <laughs> corny, but hilarious. He was pretty good. Uh, I felt like his last 10 or 15 minutes actually just seem like him just ranting about things that pissed him off in real life and it kind of became, became <laughs> a little less funny when I'm like realizing he's just complaining but, <laughs> but the first 45 minutes was really good it was the first ever live uh, stand up special for Comedy Central really. and he's the perfect one to do with it because he's a clean comic and yeah. reliable veteran you know so that was good and a couple other things I want to mention are movies I got in the mail from Lionsgate but haven't actually had a chance to watch um all right i'll just explain one of them was scholastic storybook treasures two different dvds one with 20 different short fairy tales and one with 20 different short holiday adventure collection type thing i'm letting my daughter watch it (laughs) not exactly seeing a lot of it myself but you know it's past in time she's She's watching it. So thank you, Lionsgate.
1: Thank you. Also
0: got Little House on the Prairie Season (laughs) 7. Never seen a show in my life.
1: If you want to get into Little House on the Prairie, you got to jump in and (laughs) say... That is I heard. Right in the deep end. the final
0: season. It's (laughs) the one you... know. What happened was, when I got the email of like, are you interested, it was the whole series. (laughs) And I guess... I responded, yeah, I would be interested in the whole series. Like, if I could start from the beginning, I kind of would be interested in the chip away and try to catch up. But I guess, you know, Lowly Redbox supports low on the list <laughs> the whole series once uh, we're all, all gone. So they're like, they just sent me season seven. Yeah, I wish they would have emailed me because I would have been like, hey, don't, don't really worry about it. But <laughs> yeah. I got it. I also got some random ass movie in the mail last week that I definitely did not request. <laughs> it's the number four got the number ten. For got ten. And it's definitely something that I wouldn't have requested. So <laughs> don't expect me to review that. But if anyone wants it for free, email me.
1: <laughs> not even a contest. No. Never will accept it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that's not right. Uh, Lion's here, you didn't hear that? No. We'll make it a part of the contest. next person, the they can follow in Billy's footsteps and send a nice uh, iTunes review. Well, well I'll throw it out your way. All right. <laughs> or I, I don't know. But just wanted to mention that so they don't think it's gone unappreciated. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got for what else we watched. Let's go to the news uh, Hotel Transylvania 2. I believe that is your movie in oh, the yeah. full box office draft. It's opening weekend was $48.5 half million. That's what I'm talking about. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I'm just going to, because that was a few weeks ago, I'm going to look at the updated <coughs> standings. I mean, I that's better than I expected. It's up to...
1: Oh, uh, it's better than I... I just, I thought it would be positive enough in reviews, yeah. but...
0: It's up to 200... And 14 million worldwide so that's pretty good, you know also the intern, your uh backup your reserve movie in the draft, made seventeen and a half million in its first weekend, and it's up to hundred and ten million worldwide. Wow, which surprises me as well uh, the ridiculous. green the green inferno made three and a half million looked terrible to me, but what do I know? Everest it was yours as well. Still talking. $13 and in its opening uh, expanded weekend. And it's up to $158.5 million worldwide. It was pretty good.
1: Well-reviewed, too. Yeah.
0: Decent reviews. So that was a good weekend for you. Yeah. We got a little segment on the news called Remake Central. Because we've got some coming your way. <laughs> the Exorcist. It's being remade. I've never seen it, the original. It's
1: a it's a good horror movie. That's and one. That's coming for me.
0: Yeah, I and I'm a horror guy. Like I like horror movies. Then we're gonna have to do that on one of these. It's a books. different era of horror, though. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: different, but it, yeah, it's still good.
0: Might have to do that as a film club at some point coming up, because I need to catch up on it <laughs> before the, the the remake comes out at least. Uh, Major League. Might be getting a remake. I love Major League. Love so. the first one, yes. It's incredible. I mean, I don't mind the second one. It's myself. okay. Not as much it's as okay. like some people hate it. I don't hate it. The third one, though.
1: The third one, back to the miners. Yeah, or with the B's. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, that wasn't great. But, uh, and Ace Ventura. Why? Yeah, I don't know. How do you mess with perfection? This is <laughs> ridiculous. I love Ace Ventura as well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, next up we have Phil Lord and Chris Miller are making a television series based on the Serial podcast. Do you know what Serial was? Yeah. No. Uh, this was the, the like the true crime podcast that came out once a week. Probably the biggest podcast ever as far as like... Uh, just attention, media attention, and, okay. and all that stuff, because it took a uns not an unsolved but a true crime story from like fifteen years ago that happened in Woodlawn, actually. Really? Yeah. A uh, Ahmad, I think is his name. Is it's it's been. Oh, I've I, I vaguely heard. About and it's basically it. getting all the background and trying to figure out. Was there enough evidence, but in a way, and it ended unanswered? But it was a really good, really good podcast, really interesting take like doing something with the medium that you know, and no has really done before. Yeah, I I knew it was only a matter of time before they did a movie or a TV show, <laughs> about, like at least a similar type thing. Yeah, so I, I, it's pretty cool. Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I like them. They did Twenty One, Twenty Two Jump Street, Lager movie. They they do good work. They
1: got a good resume.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you ever see the show Black Mirror? No. It's a British horror anthology where uh, there's like there's been two seasons where three episodes each. It's just like an hour, hour and a half. I don't know. I think it's an hour. Like, contained story, Black Mirror, meaning the reflection or cell phones. Like, it's basically uh, okay. technology and how it's affecting our lives or whatever. It's basically just these different stories. It's really well done, really good. Highly recommend it. It's on Netflix, especially the one I think it's called Pieces of You or something like that. Uh, but all these different creative horror stories. And Netflix has. Renewed it for twelve new episodes coming up. Sweet. Which is pretty awesome. There's only been six or six or seven episodes to date, so twelve is a lot. Yeah. So we'll see how they break that up. Double down. Definitely excited about that. I, I love that show. That's cool. Uh, Matthew Vaughn is gonna direct a spy movie called I Am Pilgrim. I know nothing about it. I like Matthew Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat interested. And Robert Rodriguez is going to direct, while James Cameron produces, adaptation of an anime. Brought this up because, you know, anime. Oh yeah. It's Battle Angel Alita. Uh,
1: uh, well, I think I.
0: Alita Battle Angel or something like that. I think I've heard of it. I don't know, but it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, I have to look that up.
0: It must have some acclaim If they're making a movie Yeah probably Alright Pre-judgment day
1: <laughs>
0: We got a few things here Bone Tomahawk A western starring Kurt Russell And a bunch of other people That you will recognize Yeah Uh
1: You're the western Yeah just
0: Yeah you hear the West Like Slow West We got The Revenant Hateful Eight coming up yeah. I'll talk about that In the next episode Another western, recent western I watched <laughs> Um Looked interesting. Yeah, I mean if it figures us well as the revenge tale to a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like, like westerns. westerns. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I don't
1: like spaghetti westerns all that much, but I'd have I to like agree. the idea of westerns. What's
0: the difference? What's a spaghetti western?
1: they well they were all made in Italy.
0: Okay, so yeah, not but all it's things. a lot of the
1: Clint Eastwood movies that he only has a few lines.
0: Fistful of dollars. Yeah. All that um,
1: dirty yeah, Generally a stereotypical western when you think of that era. Okay. They're all generally made in Italy and whatnot. They're I just I guess it's the equivalent of action versus drama. Roger Dodger. More of a stereotyped Western, you know? Rather yeah. than substance or whatnot, but
0: we also watch. Oh wait, Burn Tomahawk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would give it a seven out of ten. Prejudge. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a seven and a half. X Files. Sorry. X Files. Show neither of us have ever seen. was <laughs> coming back to TV. Trailer didn't really do much for me because I. I would never know much trailer. about what's going on I kind of assumed you would have seen it
1: <laughs> yeah. When I picked this out but uh, You would think, I love sci-fi and all that But I never
0: If it gets great reviews I'll check it out It's only like a mini-series I think So.
1: Yeah, it would probably be the same If it gets good reviews so.
0: Maybe it will lead me into trying to catch up yeah, But the trailer pace. didn't
1: make me want to No,
0: yeah, didn't really grab me
1: I wonder if it's for an X-Files fan If it was an exciting trailer
0: that's an interesting question yeah. You don't have a skinless, but yeah
1: but I don't know I'll give the trailer a 6 out of 10
0: what yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched the second trailer for the Revenant which still looks amazing yeah uh, even more so I think it's definitely my most anticipated movie other than Star Wars at this yeah. point oh yeah Cinematography looks great. Two best actors in the biz. What can you say?
1: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a journey to watch this movie. Like, hard to watch in a good way. Yeah. You know?
0: My prejudgment? Nine and a half out of ten. Nine
1: Nine out of
0: ten. For me. And lastly, The Assassin. A uh, Japanese movie about an assassin, martial arts assassin. Uh, looked beautiful. Yeah. It had all kinds of different cinematography. It seemed like, but every single one was beautiful. Yeah, shit. I was going to say the same thing. There was with black blending. and white. There was like sepia. There was like crisp. It yeah, was, like, really they had cool these, looking.
1: Sometimes there's these um, angles that were really far out from the scene, and then there's other ones that were close in and
0: very, uh, yeah, dynamic. Yeah, seems. and it
1: doesn't seem like they had much of a filter on the film, like color wise.
0: Yeah, it looked kind of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon to me, which I loved. So, I'm interested, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to see one. Um, Alright. Like, oh, yeah. I'll give it an eight. I'll give it a nine. Sweet. Just for the look, style. Alright, I'm going eight and a half then. Alright.
0: <laughs> it did look awesome. <laughs> like, And visuals, for me, is one of the biggest, important, most important things.
1: Yeah. and it, Especially in a foreign film, for... People that don't speak a native language, you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: because I refuse to read that shit, so it's a haul. <laughs> yeah. No, <I'm> just <laughs> <coughs> We did just review Narcos. We know that's not true. Okay. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. Learn to speak English, if you will, me. to yeah. Watch your movie. <laughs>
0: Motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Xenophobic over here.
1: Mercury. <laughs> God, i <machine laughs> <together.
0: laughs> What can you do? All right, well, The Martian came out. Yeah. Uh, Got great reviews, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Best picture nomination status is being tossed around. Wow. Pretty stoked to see that. Um, The Walk came out in IMAX 3D and then expanded a little bit. Didn't do very well commercially, but it's got like 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, man, Solid. Uh, I haven't heard anyone that loves it. Actually, keep hearing more negative and positive, but somehow still has a super high drive-threative <laughs> score. Freeheld, the uh, girl from Juno. Uh, yeah, I am I so know. tired and <laughs> have a cold, so I have, my mind is even dumber than usual. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: What's Elizabeth Uh Oh, man. I could see Kitty Pride.
0: Yeah, we know. You know what I'm talking about. Her okay. and Julianne Moore are a lesbian couple, and one is in... Has to get in the hospital, or, or dies, or something happens with the health insurance type life insurance. The back will, uh, debacle, debacle, uh yeah. Years ago, it's not getting good reviews. But interesting premise, but only fifty three percent Rotten Sicario expanded. That's the awesome. Oh movie yeah, movie. yeah, that's I'm so here. good. I'm hearing awesome things about it. Really? Yeah, I've heard. One of my, f- my favorite movie podcast, Film Junk. Uh, they loved it, especially the one guy gave it a 6 out of 5. <laughs> they are, they do the same way. I just realized. So. <laughs> Twice a year, two movies a year, they're allowed to give a 6 out of 5, which is just basically given their like authentic stamp of It's Incredible. Yeah. And the guy, Frank, gave it 6 out of 5, so I'm, I'm stoked. I'm to do um, a little math there. Yeah. Math. I actually... Uh, I just love this director. He's gonna. I think he's gonna be one of the new masters, like wow. in the next five, ten years. I'm
1: happy to hear that because I thought it looked amazing, but I just had this gut feeling that if anything, it was gonna be this lesser yeah. than better. I've know know. heard
0: detractors, but apparently it's the kind of movie where, I mean, because it's going for something, it's going to have like yeah, you know, just instead of being like, like the walk it. right down the middle where. No one's gonna hate it, no one's gonna love it. People are gonna, lot, it's gonna be obviously ninety three percent of Rotten tomatoes, a lot of people love it, but some people are gonna hate it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'll we it. <laughs> and he named me Malala, which is a documentary about a I wanna say fifteen or sixteen year old girl in a Middle Eastern country that was like raped and burned alive or something and Jeez. she somehow survived and it's basically her story a crazy story um, <laughs> or, or I, I, I'm I feel really bad because I don't know if what <laughs> I just said is exactly true but some crazy bad stuff happened yeah. to a girl and she still is continuing because she was like being a feminist in that culture and she still is continuing to do so even after the crazy terrible stuff that happened so wow pretty awesome story apparently it's an awesome story but not exactly well told as a documentary so it's 60% on Rotten Tomatoes but interesting... Yeah, it's a theme dark. with those types of movies. Yeah. But it might... I don't know. It sounds like one where the content is good enough to carry it. Yeah. You know? Sometimes you just get a crazy enough story that that's all you need is just the story laid out. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, well... On the next episode of the Box Report, we will review Avengers, Age of Ultron, <laughs> as well as The Negotiator to go along with our top five Samuel L. Jackson movies... Also on Redbox, Insidious Chapter 3 and Dark Places are coming out. Sweet. Um, I never saw Insidious Chapter 2. Probably not going to see Insidious Chapter 3, even though I drafted it (laughs) in the box office draft. Yeah, I think I've seen the first one. First one was okay. Yeah. Not enough for me to see the sequel, so it couldn't have been that good. But anyway, thank you for listening. This has been fun. (laughs) <laughs> email us at the Red Box Report at yahoo.com. Follow me on Twitter at The Oil Report. The podcast itself is on Twitter at The Red Box Report.
1: And follow me on Twitter at The RBR Joel.
0: Like us on Facebook, subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Blah, 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 blah. Subscribe to the Reddit page, Reddit.com slash R slash Red Report. Uh, on Stitcher. I'm on letterbox at The Oil Report. <laughs> Next. Next episode is coming up.
1: On the internet. Thanks for listening.
0: (laughs) Peace out. Bye.
1: one thing smells like bacon that's bacon 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 there from that bag what's it say <laughs> i can't read please please give me what's in the bag chewy yummy smoky bacon there you go oh boy oh boy, oh boy. No, no 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 it's bacon
0: no it's bacon strips brand dog snack from purina bacon strips dogs don't yes. know it's not bacon it's bacon